Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 46 of the Walk of Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, like usual, Ethan Black. I'm here with my co-host, John. John, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Good to be back. I know you're back. It was Father's Day last week, so he got a pass. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just no, but I mean, also there's no like Father's Day. I didn't want to bother you with that, right? So yeah. But uh, you ready to talk about some wrestling over this weekend? Yes. So, so I know uh, there's two shows going right now: GCW versus New South and <sighs> AW Forbidden Door. I'll talk about those on Friday shows because honestly, I don't want to go live after midnight for AW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't. But we'll start with the Friday, June 23rd shows. Holy crap! It's almost July. Um, yep. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll kick it off with R- Dragon Gates, Rainbow Gate 911. So opening match tag team match with open the triangle gate champion Kazi is machine J of natural fives defeating your model and problem dragon for your running apple smash 10 minutes and 11 seconds tag to match in Kota Minor and Nuraki Doi defeating Jiki Horaguchi and Cage Door for R301 or Horaguchi six minutes and five seconds tag to match with C Brass's Kai and Ishin defeating natural fives open the triangle gate champion Jackie Funk Kame and open the brave gate champion Jason Lee for death penalty eight minutes and 29 seconds. Six-man tag team match with the Dragons Ultimo and Dragon Kid. Team of Shuji Kano defeats Z-Brides and Shun Skywalker, D-Monte, and Hayo. Feel a Master Girl on in nine minutes. Tag team match we have D-Courage. Open the Dragon Kid Chain Madoka Kid to Yoka. And Yoki Yoshioka defeat Nandrofox. Open the Triumph Kid Chain Big Mooch in UT. Via Inferno on UT at 11 minutes. And the main event, six-man tag team match with M3K. Open the 20 Gate Champion Shimoshi Moshuki and Yashushi Kano. And Mr. Shakimoshuki defeating Gold Classes Bink. Okay, BB Hawk and Minior, feed down Eldra Minior, 15 minutes and 42 seconds. So that was uh, Dragon Gate. And then we'll go to. Let me see, where's my thing? Here we go. Then we'll go to GCW's Ride or Die. So we'll kick it off with Tag Team with Bang Bros, August Matthews, and David Bang. Keep your minds out of the gather. Defeating Elk Price and Cole Rag, 6 minutes and 51 seconds. Jack Carver defeating Arias, 11 minutes and 29 seconds. Lou Fisco defeating Robert Anthony, 11 minutes and 53 seconds. For the JCW title, the champion John Oliver defeating Commander, 12 minutes and 18 seconds to retain the title. Six-person tag team match with Lim Masaso, Cyclops, Mino Extremo. Teaming up with the ultra-final champion, Rina Yamashita. Defeating Wong Commanders and the Rejects, John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley, 9 minutes and 5 seconds. In a failed six-way match, Starboy Charlie defeating Bobby Flago, Hunter Drake, Jimmy Lloyd, Kamsey Page, and Terry Yaki, 7 minutes and 10 seconds. Mixed tag to match with Extreme Champ Joey Janelle and Soy Rex being Boosie, Ellie, and Effie. 17 minutes and 29 seconds. Al Hedro defeat Kingo first man to leak ends a no contest. 21 minutes and 45 seconds. And the main for the G7 World Title. Blake Christian defeat Greg Iwoko to retain a title at 23 minutes and 45 seconds. So that was GCW. And it will go to level up. So we had opening match chain Lorenzo or Stacks defeat Kill Dixon 5 minutes and 49 seconds. And then we had Luca, Chris and Fino defeating Tavon Heights, 5 minutes and 7 seconds. In the main event, JC Jane defeating Ivan Isle, 5 minutes and 19 seconds. So it's level up. All right, John, since you're the co-host, you get a choice this week. You want to start with Rampage or SmackDown? We're going to start with Rampage. You got some thoughts, so let's go. <laughs> this, is why, this is why we're starting with Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... We'll figure it's Forbidden Door tonight. Well, yeah, let's start with AEW. So we'll kick it off with an eight-man tag team match. We had Chaos's Chuck Taylor, Trent Burr, Rockamere, and Yo. Going against United Empire's Will Ospreay, 
Kyle Fletcher and Jeff Cobb, Taylor was for Strickland. So basically, John Chaos and your their uh, group in New Japan Pro Wrestling. So that's a little history lesson for you there. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, Empire's for Strickland waste no time after Chaos. Well, Osprey beats down Yo in the corner, but Yo fights back and Chuck tags in Chuck Taylor. Strickland tags and Taylor hits back elbow. Tripperetta tags and best friends deliver a double elbow drop for Kyle Fletcher tags and the back body drop. Beretta comes back with a half and a half suplex, but Fletcher lands the body slam. Then Rocker Merrill takes and beats down Fletcher with Beretta for Chaos looks the hug. But you know, Empire and Swerve blindside them before Fletcher sends Romero into the corner and tags in Osprey. Osprey plays Romero, then tags in Jeff Cobb. He and he hits a clothesline in the state of Moonsaw as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Strickland hits the back up off the middle rope on Romero before Osprey and Yo tag in. Osprey's a chop and his framework kicked and hits a knee. Excuse me. Yo fires back with a double underhook suplex before Best Friends hit the soul food half and half combination. Romero falls with a clothesline and Chaos hugs in the middle ring and then Yo plants Osprey. Goes for a cover, but Strickland picks up the pin. You know, Empire Strickland overpowers Chaos and Osprey nails the hidden blade for the victory at 9 minutes and 31 seconds. I actually thought this was a fun, entertaining match. I just won 7 out of 10. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I'd give it 7 out of 10. It was, it was, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the rest of it, but yeah, it was, it was. The seven out of ten. Yeah, uh, I like. I mean, you give Osprey a win in the ahead of his IWGB US title match with Kenny Omega tonight for Vendor. Um, same with. Well, I'll run up the Vendor card after this review, John, and we'll get a better idea. But a lot of them are on this show, so. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I enjoyed this eight man tag spoiler. One of the best matches of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yeah. <laughs> one, one of them, one of them. Um, <laughs> so this one, I'm gonna. This spoiler real quick. So Adam Cole, actually, I'll talk about the segment and we'll talk about it in a sec. Uh, so Adam Cole makes way down the ring. Dustin interposed before he can. We hear the music of the Edo World Champ MJF music as he comes down the ringside. He thanks Cole for giving the confidence on Wednesday to put his world title on the line and face Hiroshi Tanahashi after Bindor. This is he returned the favor. He announced he got a match after Bindor with Tom Lawler. Johnny, you know who Tom Lawler is, right? Yep. Ex UFC fire just for people who kind of forgot. So Lawler and Royce Isaacs blindside him. Lawler single. I did laugh at this. MJF slowly makes his way down just, the ring to his partner. Oh, my watch is having a hard time. My watch to go. <laughs> so basically, John, I don't know if you caught kind of got him. So basically, they're doing this blind eliminator like Lethal Lawler in WCW, mm-hmm. and MJF and Adam Cole both got picked to be partners. So that's why he saying partner. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that loosely. Um. Anyway, so basically, Lawler and Isaacs beat the crap out Cole before. MJ wishes him luck and then makes the quote unquote save. So the spoiler is so if you didn't see Tony Khan's tweet, Cole was supposed to face Lawler after Bindor, like I just said, but Adam Cole came up with a Cole. Look, I think he got sick, so match got canceled, unfortunately. But I mean, oh well. I was really looking for that match, but I mean, if you're sick, don't come in to work. You know what I mean? Yep. But I, I actually I did like this segment though. MJ, I'm just taking it as the cameraman to hold his can the uh, his scarf. <laughs> I'm coming, Cole. I'm coming. But it was it it, it was pretty funny. Did you, did you like this segment, John? Or did you, or did you think it was just kind of there? It had, it had some. It was fun. I, I've seen I've seen worse. I see. Yeah, but I, I most of the MJF part was the funniest one, where he's just yeah. taking a good old sweet time. Yeah, he's a dick, but you, you can't help it. <laughs> no, that's who he is. Uh, second match. Spoiler: Can't really rate this. So I'll tell you why. Uh, the acclaimed Anthony Bones match. Castro go with Billy Gunn goes. Actual Rico <laughs> dares Latar and Cody Hernandez. Uh, Castro's back body drop to Rico. Back body drop to somebody else. Body slam. Anthony Bones hits the scissor timbers. 
Bribal and Caster hits the mic drop for the win at 41 seconds. John, you know our rule. We can't uh, rate anything under a minute. So, yeah, it's yep. just there. <laughs> it was just there. I didn't think it was going to last long. No. <laughs> you kidding me? No. Um, after this match, Harley Cameron to Masked Man pair of ringside. She calls herself an incredible journalist and amazing musician. This is okay, so, to... so this part actually was longer than the actual match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she makes a right hit and sends the claim straight to number one. Billy God grabs my so he doesn't know if she's seen what they do, but they're the great trap. They have the great trap for the world title match caster. Cameron says she knows she's great rappers. It calls for the mass one to join her in the ring. Culture music be hit and starts rapping and coming for Anthony Bones. Bones lads are asked if she got kicked in the head too many times as a kid by a donkey. He tells her to look at his gear and he points her that he's gay. And then the fans start saying he's gay, which if let's go. Like I, I did like that, but it was pretty funny. She's like, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, QT Marshall and Aaron Soul pair rings out. Marshall strides as one mass man takes mass of refusing John Hannigan, John Morrison. He has so many so many names in wrestling now, I can't even keep track anymore. Yeah. Then he super kicks uh, Billy as Marshall and Soul attack the claim. Honestly, it was just it was just there that this part I did I did like that Bowen's telling her she he was gay though. And then the <laughs> fans start saying, "It's wrestling. We're it's a weird world." But yeah. I'm glad though. It, it was pretty She's- cool. And she was like, you got a thing for me. He's like, what? <laughs> you think I have a thing for you? <laughs> I did like that, though. But, uh, well, time for the semi-main event, the quarterfinal match of the Women's Own Heart Cup. But before I run down the full bracket, or before I run down this match on NJ Skype, I'll run down the brackets right quick. John, you just give me your predictions for the finals. And when I run for the bin door, when I talk about the men's, you just give me your finals there if you want. So it's Britt Baker first group show this Wednesday on Dime after Forbidden Door. Of course, NJ Scott Blue was on this show. Uh, Will and I go, or not Russell, Will and I go on Collision, which we'll talk about in a bit. And if the Nicholas Billy starts, that'll be on the Forbidden Door pre show. John, what up, boys, boy? Give me your finals of the women's. Mm. I don't want to see Sky Blue. I can see that. Yeah. And or the so I'm gonna pick two. Yep. But sky blue or Athena. Oh, all right. Is that is that who you got for your winner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I I go with that because um. Well, I'll talk about the match, and then I'll talk about each bracket. So, this is mm-hmm. officially the quarterfinal match. AJ for Sky Blue. Masters will lock up Jay Forrest on the blue. Then, such a crash on the ring as DT gets back to the jams her boot into her throat as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Jay hits a right hand to blue. Blue fires by several of her own before Blue hits a knee and a snap mirror. Then, delivers a kick to Jay's head and sends her top third buckle face first. Jay sends her in the apron for Blue. Clinton hits a crossbody. Anna comes back with a kick to the head. Backstabber and hits with a glory bomb for a two count. She locks in a clean short, but Blue escapes and hits the co blue for the win at how long does this go? Eight minutes, 17 seconds. I, I just want six out of 10. What do you think, John? Same thing, higher, lower, in the middle? <laughs> yeah, six out of 10, I'd say probably that's kind of like right in the middle. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it was fine for what it is, but. Honestly, I, here's a high take, John. I think NJ joined JS was so stupid. Mm-hmm. But so she'll meet the winner of the Brick Breaker Ruby Soho match, which it's probably. I can see Baker, who was 
last year's winner, but I mean, it might be Soho, so wait, see on Dynamite. But yeah, Sky Blue will meet the winner of that match on. Oh, they never said semifinals. So basically, she'll meet the winner of someone in semifinals. Then the main event, the number one contender for the IWG World Heavyweight title, Jack Perry goes over with Doki. Yes, it looks like it says Dookie, but you, you pronounce it Doki. <laughs> <laughs> Match starts over the lockup. Perry hits a short dive, but Doki lands an arm drag. So Perry returns to favor, hits a draw kick before the action spills to the outside, and they go back forward chops. Perry sends Doki crashing the barricade, then plants on the ring. He branch. We go to break. After the break, Doki hits a back elbow, and then it's a great falls with a flying back elbow, and then plants Perry, but Perry hits a back, back breaker and a tiger driver. Perry drinks the time, keepers him next to neighbor and looks to play him through it, but Doki escapes, hits it into Gary, and then Constantaro hits a senton that puts him for the table. I did like that spot. They get back in the ring, and Perry hits a lariat, but Doki responds with a brain buster and is short of the mid-session. Perry falls with a DET and goes for a cover, only got two count. Jungle Boy hits a poison runner over the back of his neck and then locks in the skull in for the submission win at 10 minutes and 13 seconds. I thought this world, I just won 7 out of 10. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I'm gonna say six. Six? Yeah. Yeah, I won't I wouldn't go higher than seven, but yeah, it, I mean you kind of figure with him getting a shot that I did be wall tile, you figured he was gonna win, but it, mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. And then after the match, Sanab makes with and they stared and to close out rampage. It was kind of there. Like it wasn't boring or anything, like he was just there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. I probably I wouldn't get it hard. I'd say five or six out of ten. For the whole show, overall score, yeah. Overall, overall score, I'll give it six out of ten for an overall. I wouldn't go any higher than that, though. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go higher than that, no. And basically, I honestly just skipped the trios match, like basically just watched everything else, like the the segment after that, and then the rest of the matches. But yeah, because there's basically, I mean, maybe two, three of the most matches that were, you know. Rated high enough, I think, to <laughs> just bought, yeah, just 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 enough time. <laughs> yeah. So well, since we're talking about I'll round down the forbidden door car real quick. So Kenny Omega would have been the other US Hogan's well, Osprey. Never will boy six man tag champ Kazushka Kogos on Brian Danielson. Like I said, it's not what the IWG World Targets Jack Perry. MJF defensive world title, AW World Targets number oh point six man tag to Rosh Tanahashi. Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara go against Darby on Sting and Beshri Pirate. We'll talk about that during collision. Uh, 10 man tag to match with number 0.6 man tag to Tomer Ishii, the Hanbucks, Hammond Page, and the Young Bucks, and Eddie Kicks and Gogus Blackpool Combo Club, Shu Uno, and Kanosuke Takeshita. The men's uh, beginning of the men's core final matches of the Old Heart Cup, CM Pump for Satoshi Kojima. John, I'll uh, get your actually, since we're talking about before I run down the card, so basically, it's Punk and Kojima tonight, and then mm-hmm. the winner of that match meets the winner of the Roger Strong Samoa Joe match, and then Dustin Rhodes well faces Powerhouse Hobbs and then Drew Ross for Ricky Starks and those who faced in the semifinals. Yep. If you had to pick your winner for the men's, who do you, who do you got? Gonna be either Samoa Joe or Powerhouse Hobbs. Ooh, okay, I like those. I can't. I'm gonna say punk or I, I'm saying my boss is punk and powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, that's a good pick too. I can't see Joe though, but I, I I don't think he's getting past CM Punk honestly. I would like to give Dustin Rhodes a, a nod, but you know he's he's got he's in a Hobbs. I don't, he's not getting past the first round. No, no, he's up against Hobbs. So 
And then Juice and Ricky. I, I say Ricky advances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the rest of the Forbidden Door card, Orange Cassidy defends the international against New Japan Pro Wrestling's TV champ, Zack Sabre Jr., Kushida Shabbat, and Dale Garcia. Tony Storm defends the Women's Hall against New Japan Strong Women's Champion, Will Nightingale. Like I said, the women's core final match at the of the Women's Dolan Hard Cup, I think, for Billy Stokes, that's on the pre show. Also on the pre show, Stu Grayson for El Fantasmo. Eight man tag team action, Mogul Embassy, Swords Circling, Khan, Toyo, and Brian Cage versus, excuse me, Chaos's Tripper, Rockamero, and Chuck Taylor, team of El Desperado. And United Empire versus LIJ is the other pre show match. So that's your Forbidden Door card. Yes, Cole and Law was supposed to be on her, but Cole got sick. So yeah. But anyway, back to Ravage since I ran that. Basically, just skip the trails match, honestly. Just watch everything else from there. <laughs> yes. And now we will go over to SmackDown. So we kicked off with a video of a curve with the blood of last week. John, did you catch last week's SmackDown? I did. Woo-hoo. What'd you think of it? I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, I loved it too. Well, I mean, the pop. Okay. I, I like I liked where they're going with the... Uh... The bloodline storyline. Me too. Me too. Roman Reigns. Kick it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'll write on the money in the bank card after this review. So, like I said, we came over to the curve when blood on last week. And then the Usos make it around the ring. Jay says, Look, say blood is not late for yet. Louisiana. But Jimmy Uso stops him and he cracks those. It says the Usos are in late. The vet. Sorry, butcher that. <laughs> Jimmy says he's feeling good. That's how Jay's feeling. Jay says they're about to fight their family. He says family's supposed to have you charged back from day one to the end. Jimmy says Jay made the perfect choice last week and tells and Jay tells Jimmy that he loves him. He says that him and Jimmy will still love Wolverines and says they'll follow Ulrich for three years. He says Roman messed up when he disrespected himself and Jimmy, and Jimmy says respect is huge for them. He says the ball became their faction, and when they fell along, but once Rain showed them they weren't worth anything, they left them in the dust. Then he said Paul Heyman is the biggest snake of the biggest snake of them, and Jimmy questioned how he could take orders. Jason himself and Jimmy are heading to London and call themselves the best tag team in the business, which I can't really deny they are. Uh, then he welcomes Roman and Solo to the Uso Penitentiary before himself and Jimmy throw their ones to the sky. Pretty good solid opening promo from the Uso. What do you think, John? I thought it was a good intro. I I, I like the opening match, yep. Yeah. And then we go our first match. Did, so LA Knight, who's in the men's money bank, live match goes to Raymond Street. So they were supposed to do a triple threat match, but Vince basically, you know, you know Vince McMahon, he's going to rip up the script. So, yeah. <laughs> so LA Knight goes over. Now, before I keep going, did you see Logan Paul's in the men's money bank live match? Yes. All right. What do you think of it? It doesn't surprise me. Nah. He's, he's pulling a Charlotte. He's cashing a Charlotte in the bank. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I'm kind of so-so about Mr. Logan LePaul, (laughs) 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 I gotta gotta hand it to him on his, uh, he's actually not a bad wrestler. I've seen a lot worse than him. Yeah, no, he's, I just, I mean, he should have had a qualify match, but I get he's a big popular YouTuber. Like, yeah, it's not the first time that they've done this in wrestling either, where they, you know, kind of just suck a guy in. No, I know, but still, they didn't, they didn't have to qualify. You know, so, yeah. well, that was the biggest complaint. Everybody had to like, so he didn't have to qualify, but the other six had to. It's like whatever. Yeah, honestly, it, that 
I don't know. Anyway, it, I mean, it'd be good, but... He's not going to win, though. I don't know. Well, I'll say that, but who knows? Actually, I'll get your <laughs> predictions for it. I tell with the money bank card. Uh, anyway, so yeah, LA Knight goes for Ray Mysterio. Knight sends Ray face for his top turnbuckle, whips him in the opposite corner, but Ray comes out with a draw kick. Knight lands a fly short title from the end, but Ray sends him in the ropes and hits 619 and hits a baseball draw kick. Then says a Knight tumbling on the ring and then hits a sliding splash. That spot's actually pretty cool as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Knight hits a neck breaker for a two count. He sends a four power ball. Ray fights away. Fights his way out of it and hits a Herkaram. Climbs the top rope, looks for a senton. Hits a cross, springboard cross body, but Knight fires back with an elbow drop for Ray. Looks for a springboard moonsault, but Knight catches him. But Mysterio reverses momentum and hits a DDT. Hits a step up into Gary. Looks for a 619, but Knight catches his legs and gets him on his shoulders. Ray's gaze, but Knight hits the BFT for the win. And let me think of here. Eight minutes and 51 seconds. Not a bad match. What'd you say, John? Like five out of 10? I give it five. I was gonna say I was gonna say five. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to give Knight some momentum and into his money bank water match. Yeah. So, but I see. But uh, it it wasn't bad. The last few minutes was kind of a little like sloppy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was it was all right. And then night after the match, Knight looks on mask rape, but since that's where Ransom makes a save. Then we go back to she saw Cole and Paul Heyman walk around with Rich Holland pass them on watch it. So Cole just loses temper and then nails Paul in the throat with a small spike. Before walk away, he's, just, he's on the mood. Hey, when Solo talks, you you, you might want to stay away from him. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he doesn't speak very often. No. No. <laughs> I do like Solo, though, but I mean, he's one of those people that shouldn't talk much. He's well. He's yeah. His his character is good for him. Yeah, exactly. The insurance policy. Yeah, because he's not. He's uh, not like his older brothers that have the, the chops for gab. Yeah, exactly. But I I thought this was cool. And then uh, after the break, Sheamus appears ringside. Calls Solo to go and tells him he wants to get to Holland and tells him he even wants to fight. He got it. Which spoiler? That's the main event. And then now we go to the women's tattoo unification match. Honestly, this match was uh, predictable, but <laughs> so it's to me. Roster women's tattoo champs Ronda Rousey, Shane Baszler. Baszler says DXT women's tattoo champs Alpha Fire and Alan Don. Baszler hits a kick that fires midsection, falls with another one to her thigh for Don and Rousey tagging. Rousey hits a kick to thought, sorry, Don's midsection and hits a series of hip toss by the right hands. I love delivers a kick to Rousey's hit, then takes Alba Fire. Fire rushes down Rousey, then takes Don back, and Don does the same thing quickly, takes out to Alba. Then Isla hits a running meteor before Elba hits a kick to her thigh before Rousey hits the reverse hurricane as we go to break. When we come back to break, fire reigns her right hands on Rousey, but Ronda clenches an ankle lock, but Elba escapes by a step up in Seguri. Excuse me. Baszler takes and knocks Isla off the apron and hits a running knee to Elba. Don tags and hits a pair of clotheslines and a kick to cross chest followed with a suplex. She comes over hits a meteor, but Rousey hits a kick while the referee is distracted. This allows Baszler locked in Carefield clutch, but Elba breaks up the Hope with a swan about off the top rope, then takes down Rousey, takes an Isla. Team Scotland, I'm just gonna call him that. Except for the Glory Bomb Flatliner combination. Team, team Scotland. <laughs> hey now. Are they are they Scottish? Yes, they are actually. Okay. Oh no, sorry, the Unholy Union. That's their actual types. Okay, sorry. I that was I forgot they had actually tag team name. Anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for talking gear for <laughs> uh, on the album, but Rosie locks in the arm. 
on Isla and then the NXT Women's Tag Champs tap out. So they basically come the Unspeed Tag Champs at 10 minutes, 22 seconds. Actually, this wasn't bad. You know what? I'll, I'll give them a, more for the Unholy Union, but I, I wouldn't go hard in six. But it was pretty, it was pretty predictable, honestly. Well, I, I going into it, I already knew who was going to win. Obviously, the WWE side of the of the belt holders are going to win the unification match. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to let NXT, you know, they weren't going to let the firm team win against the the major leagues. Like, no, oh god, that, no. Just, that just doesn't happen. So, but. They did put on a good good fight against them. That you know, it wasn't just a quick wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Like it was you know, there was actually it looked like they actually put some fight into it. So Yeah, I, yeah, I, they, I, I would they, I would say I'd give it a six. Yeah, I wouldn't go harder than that, honestly. Yeah. Um then after match for Cal looks to leave ringside, but Ronda Cows are in the ring and asked what she's doing today. For the man's rematch for his titles, technically, which it's hard we never lost, which technically she didn't. And she was nope. actually referred to. So we hear the return music of Liv Morgan, makes her right in the ring, and then they get in the face start of Rousey and Baszler. We did find out that um on Smackdown Lowdown yesterday that that match will happen at Money in the Bank, but I'll run on the rest of the card after his review. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, John, now it's time for the Grayson Waller effect. <laughs> Grayson Waller, and he introduces the number one contender for the Unspeed Tag Team Tall. It's pretty deadly. They make their way down the ring, and then Kit Wilson says the Grayson Waller effect is much better than the KO show, and the three men joke about it. Then Waller asks Pretty Deadly if they lost sets. In the two months they have spent on the main roster, and Wilson says same reason Kevin Owens have to earn their respect after May event night one of WrestleMania 39. Elm Prince says him and Wilson don't feel as though they were earned some level of respect from them. He says they can carry on bickering while himself and Wells are on the same page. Waller says he and Surprise and Prince says the gala match was grueling last week. Um, technically, they only beat one team, but I'm not getting into that rant. And then they rag on the other teams in the match as they beat them all. Street Profits make their way down the ring for their gala match pretty deadly. Austin, this segment was way too cringy. I hated this. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, it was. It, this was way too cringy. Uh, the Grayson Wall. <laughs> it's like, is he is he gonna wrestle sometime? Like, he's been he's been called up like a month and a half now, and he hasn't even wrestled. Like, is he injured? Like, I don't know. I yeah, I haven't seen him. He he hasn't wrestled since he's been. He's just been doing his talk show. No, yeah, no, he's been. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, don't get me wrong. I do. I'm. I like. I'm not a big Grayson Waller fan. He's not a bad wrestler, though. No, no, no. I, hey, he can get heel heat, but it's just like, yeah. Um, it's just like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm. I don't know. I'm just saying it was just like when they kept on with the tag team thing. It was just like, okay, guys, like we get it. You you won the gala match. Like, it's annoying now. <laughs> I don't know. I, did you find it cringy or did you like this statement? Uh, it was, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't I know. Mean, I, I mean, the, the 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 actual that part of it. I mean, the 
the match between the Street Profits was good. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that in a sec there. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, it was, you know, it was, you know, I mean, I guess some people found it entertaining. I guess it's, I don't know. I don't know why. It was just something like it. It's just, I just found it way too cringy, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think it went on a little too long, honestly. I, I guess what it was. I think they stretched it, stretched it out too far. But it's funny. Like, I like how Street Profits came out. Like, I liked them, but like, they're kind of, but it's like, dude, like, you were only in the match. Like, you got, you guys were the first team out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, anyway, we'll get to this match now. I'm, Ugh. Anyway, that segment was cringy. That's all. That's my main point. Uh, so Kate Wilson and Montez Ford lock up gets match started. They go back forth with submission holds before Angel Dawkins takes a short tackle. Wilson hits a form, takes an Allen Prince. Prince only hits a double short tackle, and Prince hits a boot to his face. Dawkins hits a right hand to Prince's face, takes Ford back in. Ford lands a drop before Street Brothers stand. Prince the other end goes fine over the top row as we go to crush break. We come back for break four, climbs to the top row, but Wilson meets him up there and hits a hit butt on Ford, then gets him on the shoulders. Four reverses it and hits the crossbody tags and Dawkins. Prince tags and Dawkins catch up with a clothesline and falls with a draw kick and a cross screw spinning elbow. Then they'll splash Nicole for hitting a integrity and a double underhook twist and neckbreaker. Four tags and Dawkins short pounces Prince over the four catch up with a back suplex. That was actually a pretty cool double team spot. Then he hits a year and Augie takes Dawkins back in. Four climbs the top row and Dawkins gets Prince up in the left chair position, but Wilson knocks forward up top before Prince rolls up Dawkins with his feet on the rope for the win. And. Nine minutes and 14 seconds. Honestly, the match wasn't bad. I just went six out of... Excuse me. Sorry. Six out of ten. What'd you think, and John? Don't forget. Don't remove the male bralette. What? Don't remove the male bralette. What do you mean? <laughs> well, you weren't you paying attention to Barrett when... when oh, yeah. Okay. It took me a second. I was like, what? Montel took the... Top off of uh, oh, that was I did like that. <laughs> you don't remove the male product. <laughs> I was like, I got confused. For it. I was like, what? But yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot what I actually said that. But honestly, yeah. I did like this match. It was I give this one six out of ten. Yeah, I give it a six out of ten. But uh, but I mean, you got to give him some pretty day some wins heading into the tacting tall match next week in London, which I'll tumble very quick. Mm-hmm. So, well, speaking of actually people challenged for Tallest next week in London, we have the number one tip for the women's Tallest Charlotte Flair going for Lacey Evans. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> yeah, anyway, uh, Flair hits a short tackle, steps over Lacey Evans, kicked to the face, falls with a series of chops. For Evans since the scratch top turbo, face first since the middle rope. Look for a moment while Flair rolls all the way, hits a back break for she sends Evans to the top turnbuckle, then mocks her, hits a suplex. Then takes a page over a fiance, Andre El Idolo's pose, the Tranquillo, big boot, locks the figure eight for the win at two minutes, 43 seconds. Yeah, it was just there. Five out of 10. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go any higher than five. Actually, you know what? I'm going to be, uh, I'm being a little too nice. I'm going to just one four out of 10. <laughs> <sighs> I think the best part of the match is when Asuka showed up. <laughs> you mean Asuka? I mean, Oscar. Sorry, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm I meant to say Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know what you meant. I'm just yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just tired of Lacey Evans pushing like Sergeant Slaughter. No. Nah. Rip off. Yeah. 
Like, I don't care. Yeah, fine. I, I don't. I'm sore. I'm not sure. I hate, John, you know me. I hate being Fuck. negative, but sometimes you gotta be. She needs to find a new gig. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she want to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, Charlotte Flair is just Charlotte Flair. Yeah, cash and Charlotte in the bank. Like, she don't need the money to break briefcase. Hey, Charlotte Flair is Charlotte Flair, you know? Yes. Yes. She's a wrestling royalty. Yes. Uh, yeah. But after the match, well, speaking of Oscar, uh, she comes yes. out, her shoe falls <laughs> off. I, I did both, laugh at this. Her shoe fell off. Both, her, both of her shoes fell off. I know that she threw it at Charlotte's face. Yeah, she, <laughs> and she left in her socks. Because <laughs> I seen a clip on Twitter the next day, like yesterday. And I yeah. guess when she left it, I guess her shoe, like, when she were, I thought she rolled her ankle and then her shoe came yeah. off. I was like, well, under her shoe. <laughs> and then she threw one of them at Charlotte's face. Yeah, they both, they had both left, left up on the. Oh my God. Oscar's like, screw it, I'm leaving my shoes in the ring. <laughs> like I said, that was the best part of the match. <laughs> yeah, but it was the, it was the post-match stuff. Basically, she attacks her, she had the figure late, fi- figure eight locked in, and then basically celebrated. Honestly, they, they do have good matches, though, like Charlotte and Oscar, like, they have some excellent matches. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, no different. And then we see Bianca Belair go in the office of Adam Pierce, and then Pierce basically bans Belair from the uh, ring sign next week, which, honestly... She's gonna come down somehow. Oh, of course she is. We all know she. We we all know what's happening. Come on, Pierce. Yeah. Uh. Well, main event. To, oh, by the way, before I forget, so they the original women's match was supposed to be Bailey for Shanti for um her spot in the money in the bank, like Bailey's spot in the money in the bank. Yeah. Nope. Which actually, I kind of glad they kind of canceled it just because I mean, you got to keep the story going between EO and Bailey, like the damage control stuff. So I could call. Oh, I kind of yeah. glad that one yeah. got canceled. Wow, I agree with Fint. That's shocking. Hmm. But that that one, I could... Uh, like, I like both women, don't get me wrong. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it would have been too predictable. And plus, you got to keep the story going with Vio and Bailey going. So, I that one, I kind of get why. Yeah. So, well, main event time, so it's a call for shame. Oh, by the way, the other cancel match came in grounds with Baron Corbin. But, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it's going And Sheamus meet one on the main event. They start writing their right hands after each other. Sheamus hits the uppercut in the corner for the action followed to the outside. Sheamus hits the clothesline and toss Solo back in the ring. Raise the right hands, but it's cold. Whips him in the corner. Sheamus winds up on the middle rope, hits the clothesline in the back elbow, then a boot to the midsection. He sets up for the 10 beat to the baldron. But Sokoa escapes and hits several back elbows. They lay on the apron. Sheamus gives Sokoa on his shoulders, but Solo escapes and sends Sheamus crashing in the ring post spine first. Hits small drop on the outside as we go to another break. Uh, pressure break, sorry. After the break, Sheamus at the clothesline of the court. Sokoa fires back with his series of right hands, which Sheamus responds with several elbows on to follow the clothesline. Followed by a splash in the corner. Body slam. Another 10 beat to the ball during. Tries to go for the bro kick, but Solo Sokoa catches with a super kick. Sheamus gets Sokoa on his shoulders, lands white noise. But that only got a two count. So he tried to go for a count to cross. Sokoa escapes and hits a small spike to send Seamus to the outside. He sends Seamus to top the announcer with a Uranagi, then sets him on the up against the barricade sword and delivers a hip attack. Technically, you didn't touch, you didn't fully hit him, but whatever. I'm not going to give him full crap about it. For the barricade, then a the referee calls for the bell after Seamus cannot continue. So Sokoa wins by referee stoppage at 14 minutes and 50 seconds. Honestly, I would say 7 out of 10, but I don't know that ending kind of. Soured it a little bit, so I drop it to a six. Yeah, I give it a six. It's just, like, I get you want to protect Sheamus, like, you don't want to pin him and stuff, like, because he's been one of the best things on SmackDown, like, besides the blood and stuff, but 
Yeah. Like you're trying to keep Shaman strong. So I kind of get why they did the referee stop. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that stuff, honestly. No. But I get why they did like like I can make exceptions, like time of draws. I'm not a big fan, same with DQs and stuff. But sometimes yeah. it makes sense for the story and stuff, but mm-hmm. but honestly, yeah, I would have said seven, but I'm dropping it to six, six and a half at the most. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, Fisher's trying to help Sheamus, but Sokoa basically just takes him out. We hear the music of the Usos make down the ring, hits a series of super kicks Sokoa in the center of the ring, then Uso splash, and then another one to close out this week's SmackDown. Overall, not a uh, bad episode, honestly. It's just kind of there. I give this one six out of ten. What do you think, John? Same thing. Well, you always got love when the older brothers beat up the younger brother. <laughs> Dad, he's beating me up. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine to see their father come back? Oh, Rikishi? Yeah. I can see that. You know what? I can see that. Yeah. As the actual head of the table. Oh, John, come on. People are still trying to get the Rock and um, Roman Reigns match happening. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Forget that. Right? Thank you. There, There's... there's there's a higher probability to have Rikishi come back. Yes. He would probably come back. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he and would. Give the, and give them all a smack and tell them to smarten up because they're family. Stop it. <laughs> First, he would uh, drop the wise man. Yes. That would be funny. I would. I would be Ima- funny. Imagine Rikishi doing his, his uh, signature uh, splash on the. Oh, the stink face? Yeah, on Heyman. Oh my god, yes. Can you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> that would be that would be that would be awesome. That would. That, yeah. I get you know what I can't see that, but uh <laughs> honestly from I don't think there's really much matches honestly I pick from. Maybe. I'll, have to, I'll have to call Vince up and give him the idea. <laughs> Keep Vince away from creative. Stop it. <laughs> All right, I'll call. I'll call up the game and give him. The... That's better. There we go. Honestly, if I ha- like, if we had to choose one, maybe I don't know. John, is there any match? Maybe the main event. That's probably the only one I say. That was that was probably the best. Out of the, if I had to go three, like I'd probably say the main event, I, even though the ending. Was I mean, kind of crap. It, the majority of the matches weren't bad. No. But, yeah, if you have to pick one. If I had to choose. So, but, you know, I'll just go. So I say the main event, Solo and Sheamus. Yeah. Then I'd probably get the unification match number two, which is shocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd probably say LA Ray number three. Yeah. And then Pretty Daddy Street Province number four. And then Flair yeah. and Evans at five. Yep. That's so, right. But yeah. so money in the bank. Uh, so they have six matches now. So seven men money: Ricochet, Nak- Shinsuke Nakamura, Ella Knight, Shinto's Escobar, Damian Priest, Butch, and Logan Paul. And then the six women in the six women money in bank live matches: Becky Lynch, Selena, Ve- Selena Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus, uh, Bailey Neos guy. Wow, I forgot who the other two were for a sec. Um, so for men's job, I mean. Next week it's it's not until Canada Day, but figure since you're on now, I'll just get your. If you had to pick two people from Money in the Bank, who would you say from each for men's and women's, or three? I'll give you three actually. Mm. 
I'm not sure. Oh, one sec here. You get a better idea. Really quick. I'm going to give it to the men's. Yep, I'll give you three at the most. Okay, so for the men's, it's going to be either Damien. Oh, okay, I could, I could go with that. Uh, Santos. Or LA Knight. I'm going to give it those three. Those three? The men's. I'm going to... Hmm. You writing this down? <laughs> yes, but um, <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna write that. So La Knight, I'm gonna forget now. So hold on, La Knight, Santos, and you said Priest, right? What's the third one? Uh, yeah, Damian Priest, uh, Santos Escobar, or La Knight. And who do you got for the women's? And for the women's. I am going to say, oh, this could be interesting. Okay, so these are the three that I'm going to say for the women's. Becky Lynch. Okay. Bailey. Yep. Or EO, or EO Sky. Nice. All right. I, I, excuse me. So I, I do like those for, for the men's. I do agree with you on two of them. L.A. and Priest, the third. I hate saying this, but it's Logan Paul probably for the yeah. for the women's. Yeah. I agree with you on EO. I shoot the three. I'm gonna agree with you on the three. Honestly, I I I would like to see I would like to see EO with it. EO, and, yeah. Oh and, God, and, yes. And and then leave Bailey. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Because you can almost tell that that's building up. Yeah, and then they had um the other money, uh, the other match, uh, Dominic versus Cody. Oh, mm -hmm. Cody's probably winning that. Let's just be honest. Uh, Seth Rollins defensive world title against Finn Balor. I'm really excited for that one as well. Uh, it, there's the bloodline to war tag match to Usos versus Roman and Solo, and for the women's titles, Rick Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defense live more recovery. Yes, there we go. I always make switch them around, but. So, I mean, six matches, that's pretty good. I mean, we're recording on Sunday, so... Yep. You still got um Monday and SmackDown, right? So And then next week on SmackDown, only two matches they announced was Oscar for defense one against Charlotte Flair, and Kevin Owens Stevens defense the titles against Pretty Deadly. And then Grace Waller... Actually, well, speaking of Grace Waller, he's going to have another Grace Waller effect that's with Logan Paul. <laughs> anyway, and Roman comes back on SmackDown, so we're probably going to do that. Yep. But yeah, that was smart. Then honestly, I I just ate Sheamus solo and Sheamus. Honestly, <laughs> it was actually a good fight. It was a good fight. I did like that. Yeah. I mean, have I seen better out of Sheamus? I have actually seen better fights out of Sheamus, but but uh, I like Sheamus. So me too. Oh, my God. Yeah. For my guys. 
I'm like, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my honestly, it was, it was Smackdown was just there. Honestly, to be honest with you, it was just kind of there. Uh, but now we move on to the Saturday shows, which that's crazy already. <laughs> yes. So we'll start with Pro Wrestling Noah's Keno's 15th anniversary show. So we kick it off with High 69 if he dies. It's all five minutes and 49 seconds. Tied to match, we had the tough Masakimia and Yoshi Amora defeating Daiki Emba and Stally Rogers via Unrival of Rogers, eight minutes and 51 seconds. Ninja Matt defeating Dante Leon via Ninja Bomb, nine minutes and 28 seconds. Eight minutes match with Axai, Koshoshaki, and Katsuhiko Nakajima defeating Mahamayon and Gonna defeat real Gigi Tachims, Saxon Hustling, Timothy Thatcher, Katsuyuki, Katsuyuki Fujita, and Tsuji Taniguchi feature on Larry at 14 minutes 37 seconds. Six minute tag match with Stinger, Junior Tachims, Chris Ridgway, and Daga, and Yoshinari Ogawa defeat Asushi Kojige, Siki Yoshioka, a super crazy feat the level wings on Kojige, 13 minutes 41 seconds. Eight minute tag match with National Champion Ellie Jordan Dodger Wagner Jr., Junior Chim Hayata. Kito Kimi and Ito to being just er, good looking guys. GCM with him, Jake Lee, Jack Morris, Yohei Tedeske, Fiat Devil, Unlock on Tedeske, 13 minutes and 18 seconds. And 10 minutes had to match with Kongo's Keno, Minova Soya, Suji Kondo, Hydra, Ora, and Matsu Kitsu Finaki, Devin Mayumi Mirafuji, Miles Tanaka, Katsuchi Shikabawa, Amakuska, and Alejandro Fay Rings of Fire on Alejandro, 22 minutes and 7 seconds. So that was Pro Wrestling Noah. Then we go to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's night live tour in Spring Night 9. So we had Kaya Torbami defeating Haru Kachisawa for your birdcage, 5 minutes and 43 seconds. Now Kakeyuta defeating Toga via Home, 5 minutes and 36 seconds. Any triple threat match, Yuki Kamafuku defeating Haruke Noah and Shio Suzuki via Famous or on Suzuki, 5 minutes and 42 seconds. Yuki Ari defeating Hamamaru via Satori Katame, 8 minutes and 18 seconds. Tag to match with Sergio Nak- Shohoko Nakajima and Hyper Masao defeating Rocky and Palm Harajuku via Norlight Suplex, 11 minutes and 32 seconds. Tetsu match with International Princess Champ Raka Tatsuzumi and Maya Watanabe for Yugi Ino and Mahiro Koroko for Daydream and Turdy, 12 minutes and 27 seconds. In the main of six woman tag match with Mikey Ito and Mayo Yamashisa, Team of Moko Maya defeat Princess of Princess Champ Masuki and Daisy Monkey, Suzume and Ari Sendo via Ito Deluxe, 14 minutes and 39 seconds. So that was Tokyo Joshi. And then we go to Dragon Gates, Rainbow Gate Night 12. So we have here we go. Oh, sorry. Tag to match with T. Francis, each and Strange Skywalker defeat Natural Fives, Open the Brave King Champ, Jason Lee, and UTPA Chokeslam, 10 minutes and 12 seconds. Open the Triangle Game Champion, Big Bosh Mushi defeat Punch Tamanaga, via Big Body Press, 6 minutes and 58 seconds. Tag to match with Yamato and Kajin Tor defeat Open the Twain Game Champ, Shimushi Mushuki, and Jakey Horiguchi via Frankenstein of the Almighty, 10 minutes and 43 seconds. 6 minute tag to match with D. Courage. An Alto Dragon defeat Kai, Eo, and D. Monte of Seabrats, by disqualification, 8 minutes and 36 seconds. Both classes, Ben K and BB Hulk defeating N3 Case, open a 20 gauge Yashushi Kana, Misaki Mushuki, Fia Spear, 10, 12 minutes and 10 seconds in set, tag team action. In the main event, six man tag team match with Dragon Kid, Kota Minor, and Noraki Doi defeating Natural Fives, open a triangle gate champions, Kaji Jackie from Kamei, intro machine J Fia, Slying Kick on Kamei, 14 minutes and 25 seconds. That was Dragon Gate. And then we'll go to GCW's Masterminds. We had Korog defeating Hunter Drake. Uh, seven minutes and two seconds. We have Alec Pride of Teriyaki, six minutes and 53 seconds. 
in a non-title match, Ultraviolet Champ Rina Yamashita defeat Effie Elements in 39 seconds. Six-man tag team action. You ready for this uh, trio's name, John? I'm going to read it, and you give me your honest opinion on this name for a sec, all right? Okay. Young, middle, age, senior, with a pension, average IQ, death kill. <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> little too, little too long. That's... That's an extreme name. Yes. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you the competitor. So the in this tag team, it's GCW tag team drawer. Oliver, Mike Jackson, Nick Gage. I mean, Wallam is a senior citizen. That's Mike Jackson. So I could see why. But <laughs> anyway, the name was I, I thought it was funny, but just a little too long, honestly. Yeah. Defeating Jimmy Lloyd and myself, Cyclops Mio Stream with 12 minutes and 43 seconds. And a death match where I defeating John Lake Murdoch, seven minutes and fifty-two seconds. And a eight-man tag team match. We had Team New South, Brandon Williams, Brandon Toon, Capitan Man Dan, and Donnie Primetime. Between Wong Commanders, Brogan Finley, Jack Carrill, and Starboy Troy of Team GCW in 12 minutes. For the GCW World Title, Blake Christian retains over Adam Pier- Priest, nine minutes and five seconds. And the non-title deathmatch, Extreme Champion Joy Denial defeating Tank, 16 minutes and 59 seconds. And now we'll go to... That was GCW, now we'll go to Collision. So we kick off Collision episode two. Did you watch last week's episode, John? The first one? No. No. That one was actually pretty good. The only matches I recommend for that one was Andrea Idolo for Buddy Matthews and the CM Punk FTR trios match with Bull Cup Glow and Small Joe. Okay, so episode yeah. so episode two, this past week, I know you I know you watched this one because you told me. Yep. In the an hour back at Toronto, Ontario at Scotch Bank. Okay, not in our back here, but I mean an hour flight maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we kick it off with a brief promos from the two teams in the eight-man tag team main event from Bullet Cup Gold and the Guns and Ricky Starks, FTR, and CM Punk, which we don't really need to discuss again. <laughs> and then Tony Spice still in the ring and hypes up the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. It would be the same venue on Sunday night, obviously tonight. Then he just tries to introduce Sting and Darby Allen, but he was interrupted by Chris Jericho's theme song. So Chris Jericho and Minoru Suki walk on stage together and then... Jericho told Shivani to, to, and the fans to shut up. He told the fans not to shamelessly pander in relation to what he does to them. And then he says, I'm not from Toronto. I'm from Winnipeg, you idiots. That's a good callback from 2008. So basically, if you for little history lesson. So basically, him, Big Show, and Undertaker were in a world title match in Survivor Series like 2008, 2009, while well, those years. And yep. some fan, John, was like, go back to Toronto. And Jericho said, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Yeah, yep. So that's why, if you know, in case, if people forgot, little refresher. But I, I still get a laugh out of that after almost a little over ten years later. <laughs> uh, but Jericho says him and Suzuki were pissed because Sting and Darby have taken days to town where their partner will be at the pay per view. Jericho says Sting wasn't there because he's a little mythic that him and Suzuki are such good friends. And then Jericho and Suzuki did a special handshake. I did get a laugh out of that. It was funny. <laughs> and Jericho questions who Sting. Who Sting could get who eventually Suzuki gods. Didn't make that name up. Jericho accused Shivani of knowing who the partner is. Then he puts a battle to Shivani's throat and demands Shivani come the identity of third man. So Sting and Darby Allen make their way down the ring. Sting brings his own baseball bat to the ring. There was a once all four men in the ring, Jericho tells fans shut up. Darby tells Jericho shut up. Well, he hadn't hear something to say. He looks into the camera. My things go crazy here. <laughs> and dress Suzuki. Darby says if Guevara stands for Jericho and Suzuki, they will kick his ass. Darby's is just like the tag team where Jericho's ass at the Tokyo Dome. The third mystery partner is Tsuna Naito, like one of the legends of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Walk on the stage. 
and then he walks in the ring while well, Kevin Kelly would have to hitch between both Nile and Jericho. He walked in the ring and then got to face to face with Jericho. Then he basically had a trash talk contest. Jericho and Suzuki exit the ring and Jericho stands back on the broadcast team's desk. Nile opened the ropes for Jericho, who remained at ring. So I did get a laugh out of that. But the uh, Aussie opening segment was pretty good. What'd you think? Yeah, no, I thought it was actually all right. I like Suzuki. I like my New Japan guys. <laughs> <laughs> But it was it was pretty good though. I I I can't talk right now. Um, I kind of figured it was gonna be Naito because on Dynamite Darby said someone from Jericho's past, and obviously it's a forbid New Japan AW pay per view, so you kind of figure it's gonna be somebody from New Japan. Mm-hmm. But I I'm glad sometimes pre- um predictable is good. So yeah. this one was pretty good. I I I could do. I kind of figured, but I mean it's like hey. And then we go to highlights of last. Oh, sorry, John, what were we going to say? I kind of have to give it to Sting for his longevity in, in wrestling. Right? The man's 64 years old. Isn't that crazy? He doesn't look 64 years old. No, he doesn't. <laughs> like, he's got good genes. That's all I can say, I guess. <laughs> right? All right, John. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this question. You tell me if you think. So do you think Chris Jericho and Sting ever met one-on-one? In a match, once didn't they? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, right. <laughs> They've been all in the same companies and they never faced off once. God. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then we go to highlights of last week's show of Mira defeating Tony Nice. Thank God Mira's back on TV. Now let's put him on every TV show, please. Um. <laughs> Then we get a pre-tape uh, Primo. Uh, pr- oh, my God. I mixed his name and promo together. You fucked up. You fucked up. Um, Miro promo aired. There we go. He's just been exiled for nearly a year and that he was summoned. He was told he'd be his favorite champion again and would never lose. Miro says all you do is praise him. He says he know what he must do. He says he might be righteous and without seeking reward. He renounces God, his gold, and his beautiful wife. Obviously, we know who he's talking about because he is Miro and he is godless. Please put Mira on TV more. <laughs> oh, he's under he's underrated. Come on. Well, you know. He's gonna come out there and smack some people. Hey now, he beat up Tony Nice last week. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh I did I did like this promo though. I, I miss Miro talking in all seriousness though. But we all know who his wife is. So, but we all we all know she's gonna be coming soon. That AEW. Who's that? Lana or CJ Perry? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> it. Uh... But uh. So we go to opening match. We have a rush to Hashi goes watch for Strickland. So Tanahashi throws his imaginary guitar and swerve, then plays air guitar, and then Tanahashi keeps the legs from under him. Strickland comes up by kicking the middle into Tanahashi's private area, then puts him down with a boot to the head. Then he tosses him over the top rope, but Tanahashi skins the cat and uses legs to pull swerve to the floor. 
Tanahashi went for a baseball slide kick, but Swerve pulls the ring apron skirt out and traps Tanahashi with it. Then he boots him in the head and then mugs for the camera. As we go to pitcher and pitcher break, we come back from break. Swerve picks up a near fall coming out of the break. Tanahashi rolls Swerve up for a two count, then comes in an inside cradle for another two count. Then he hits a dragon screw, falls over to sling blade for a two count. Tanahashi goes to the top and tries to go for a high flow. The high fly flow, but Swerve puts his knees up and calls him for a two count. Circle falls with a couple kicks, went up top and went for a double stomp, but the Swerve stomps hard, but Tanahashi avoided it. Tanahashi hits another sling blade. He went up top, but he slips. Swerve joins him on the rose, but it was knocked up with Tanahashi. Then he finally connects with the high fly flow for the victory at 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Honestly, this I actually really enjoyed his opening match. I just won 7 out of 10. What do you think, John? Yeah, I would give it 7 out of 10. Fun opening match. I I enjoy. I really enjoyed this one. I mean, Swerve is just great. I can't say enough good things about. And same with Tanahashi, like the legend of New Japan. Plus, you got to give him some wins going this world title match at Forbidden Door. But honestly, I I enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Spoiler: what best matches of the night. <laughs> and then yep. after the match, <laughs> AW World Champion MJF's music theme play while Tanahashi was still inside the ring. MJF appears on the screen. And asked Tanahashi if he was dumb enough to think he was up in person for him. Then he said he embarrassed Tanahashi to show up in the daytime level. Then he told Tony Khan that he only show for Ben Dorvin if his match went on first. He said he wanted to get out of Canada as quickly as possible and didn't want to waste his time watching a bunch of indie jabronis from Japan wrestle. And just as he were, would take Tanahashi's air guitar between his bow-legged knees and stick it up his ass because he's on the level of the devil. To close out that problem, I, I thought that that was a good, strong problem from MJF. And yes, his feud between him and New Japan continue. <laughs> But I, I enjoyed this one. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I thought it was good. Get get the tease for the um uh match. And yes, they are oh, by the way, it has been confirmed they are opening the uh show with the title match. So he's pulling oh, yes. a he's he's pulling a Brock Lesnar, John. Pulling a Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but overall, I mean fun little quick stuff there. And then uh where am I going here? All right, here we go. Then we shot outside the venue where he's known as the home of Maple Leafs, obviously in Toronto. If you figure you're going to get a pop for the Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah. And then the second match of the show, Trio's champion, Brody King goes on Andre El Idolo. Andre hits a trick field pose in between the rust but then was pulled down, pulled his top right over Brody King, charges them. Andre El Idolo yells at Julia Hart, then puts King back on the floor before hitting a moonsault onto him. He held the back and hit the bear. It looked like he hit the barricade, but thank God he's okay. Back inside, Andre. And Brody King came back to see the Andre on top row for a chop him, which because El Lido tumbled to the floor as we go to pitcher and pitcher. After the break, El Lido stands on out catching King going for a kick and hits a dragon screw back in the ring. He goes after the light, hits a flying form, then hits a double knee strike in the corner for a two count. Brody caught El Lido with a form strike, plays him over his shoulders. King sold his knee and dropped down for a hosting. Andre back up and hits a definitely driving the opposite corner. Falls with a cannonball. Then he hoists him up, trying to go for something, but Andre chop blocks him. Then El Lido goes for the figure four. Then gets up when he spots Julia standing on the apron, holding the black mask he wears to the ring. So Brody goes after him, who comes with a back elbow. Man, that back elbow he does. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry, he does it better than Jericho, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, he looked like he. Knocked him out. Um, then he locks in the figure four again, and then he shoulders he sound his shoulder pain, trying to push it into the figure eight, paying homage to his fiance Shot Flair. Then the another member of the House of Black Buddy Matthews runs down and attacks Andre for a rare DQ win. 
Wow, AEW doing DQs. That's shocking. Uh, mm-hmm. At 12 minutes and 56 seconds. It, I like this one. I, I like the El Idolo Buddy Matthews match a little better last week, but I, I give this one six and a half. What do you think, John? Yeah, I give it a six. The DQ, I didn't... I get, like, you're trying to keep, um, like, strong... I'm sorry, King and El Hilo strong, but it's just, like, I, I didn't yeah. like the DQ match. Yeah. But I, I get why, but I don't know. I'm just not a big DQ person. When, but... Yeah, when they do the disqualifications. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was still good. Though. I, I did like this. But, like, it, like I said, though, I like the El Hilo Buddy Matthews match a little better. Didn't... And then after the match, King and Matthews work over Andre afterwards. And then Brody lays him out with the Gonzo bomb. Then we see King, Matthews, and Hart all pose in the little ring. And then Malachi Black's face appeared on the big screen. And then Julia Hope pose off the mask and the lights went out. But well, looks like we are getting a trios match between House of Black, Andre. I'm actually going to bring Roosh and Preston Fancy LFI, which I think that would be a banger. Well, or Malachi Black versus Andre Idolo. Well, I mean, he's wrestling two of them, so I mean, you might also make it a trifecta. <laughs> but I, I can't wait for that match again. I mean, they had a great one NXT years ago, but I can't wait, honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, didn't oh, I can't wait for this statement? <laughs> Tony Schiavone introduces Christian Cage in new TNT Champ Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage is holding the. T- by the way, John Cage is not the TNT champion. By the way, just one. Make that disclaimer. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> so basically, so last week, so at double or nothing, Warlock beat Chris Cage a ladder match to retain the title, and then Luchasaurus um got the shot last episode of collision, and then Luchasaurus won, but Cage is pretending. I mean, Chris Cage is great heel. I can't I can't mm-hmm. give him enough. But uh so basically they're ma- saying Christian Cage is a TT chain, but technically it's Luchasaurus, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yes. um Shivani asked how Christian felt being back at home. He said he left the show last week in a bad move for lots of reasons, but he knew he would be back in Toronto with the TNT down in just a short few days. He's still in a worse mood. He says the moment he stepped off the plane, all the thoughts and emotions came from But the city breathed losers and turned popular with losers. Cation, I did get a laugh out of that. He claimed the crowd is okay with meteorology. Well, he's not. He healed on the Toronto Maple Leafs for choking and NFL plays on. And, and, oh my God. NHL playoffs again. There you go. That's how you piss off uh, Canadians. Just t- talk trash about uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. I'm not a big hog. Uh, I do like the playoffs. Don't like Stanley Cup and stuff. But like, I I wouldn't go watch it. Like if you, like if I came to your place, John, and watch it, like whatever, right? I am not a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs. But yes. no, no, I'm just I'm just saying that. Saying that <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I know you're not a big fan of. Uh, not my, not my team. I know, but hey, go to a random hometown and start trashing the teams. That that will get you heat. Sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, the only glimmer. I'll hope this is real. When Trump rappers won the NBA championship, this is to Kawhi Leonard. I do apologize for putting his first name. He said he contacted Leonard and told him to get out of the city of losers. LOL. Case should there be not anyone open any more open challenges. Case should that will. People who want the TNT shot have to earn it, just like him and his right hand up destruction did. Tell the source. He wouldn't pretend he carried Tal like a fanny project who used to travel the roads, take a shot at Cody Rhodes here in AEW. Christian says he'll take Tal to new heights while we remain the face of TNT now and forever. Honestly, I, I enjoyed this promo. What'd you think, John? 
Yeah, that was all right. All right. It was all right. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not a I'm not a big huge on the promo thing. Like, like Mind I get traction. it. Like I get it. I under I understand. You know why it needs to be, but you know I I I go there to watch the fights. Is what I'm watching for. <laughs> the hockey fights, yeah. Yeah, I want to see some fights. <laughs> I can't blame you. I'm the same way. <laughs> and then uh, we get a few package of Shinji Kojima. We're calling him he met CM Punk 20 years earlier and says he's gonna probably he's pumped to face him. Then he said he's gonna kill him. You idiot! I did get a laugh out of that. I will kick your ass. And then they got mm. the Punk, who's for an honor to be in the ring with Kojima, and honor legacy of Owen Hart. Punk says when the bell rings, he's gonna trip, rip Kojima's ears off. Wow, we're getting a little dark here, guys. Come on. Um, well, you know they were they were they were heated in the moment. <laughs> I know. And then Roger Strong told Joe Buff speak about being the tournament. I have Strong said he was out of like of his trainer Jim Nyhart. That's the says he won't be stepping in stone. Powerhouse Hobbs and Juice and Ricky Bakes said they're gonna win the tournament. You know what's funny? Out of the eight men that are wrestling in this tournament, Dustin Rhodes is actually the one who actually faced Owen. Oh yeah. Is that great? Well, I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh did, did, did you I think that was all for the Owen Harcup stuff, I believe, on this show. Yeah, okay. I forgot what I was doing for a second. And then Nigel, I guess, re- highlights of Sky Blue and Jay on Rampage to face and the oh well, what uh, we already talked about so she'll face the winner of Wednesday's match we prevail Ruby Soho. And speaking of the women's Owen Hart Cup, we go to another core final match. Nine Rose goes well with Will Nightingale. Will puts it on down with a draw kick and then plays to the crowd as Nola whirls to the floor. So Nightingale follows Mirror Sphere, blocks Will's path along Nyla to catch with a cheap shot, runs her short first in the ring post as we go to commercial break. We come back for break. Nightingale hits a missile draw kick from the middle rope for a two count. She tried to go for the babe with the power bomb, but get, couldn't do it due to her shoulder injury. So Nyla suplexes her and gets a two count. Not uh, trying to go for the beast bomb, but <clears throat> Nightingale slips away. So Nyla clubs. Willow then puts a boot to her, and then Nightingale comes back with a pounce, and then hits her with the government shoot but Sorry, her babe with the power bomb for the victory at 8 minutes and 54 seconds. Honestly, fun little match. I just won 6 out of 10. What'd you think, John? I would give it... I wouldn't go any higher than 6. I was going to say about 5.5, 5, around there. About midway, I guess. If we're going out of 10, I'd say 5.5 out of 10. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, but so so basically she'll face the winner of the Athena Billy Starks match, which I'm not gonna spoil because the pre-show is going on as I'm, as we're recording. But actually, mm-hmm. John, do you want a spoiler or do you want me to tell you off? Sure. So but well spoilers, so if anyone does not want to hear, just fast forward like a couple seconds. So uh, she'll face Athena in the semifinals. So you're get you're getting there. You're close. <laughs> There we go. So that's that's the only spot I'm going to say for Vindor. So yeah, Athena will face Will Nigel in his uh, semifinals. We don't know when they are happening yet, but but I I, I actually enjoyed this match. Then after the match, the Outcasts, Women's Champ Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, and Saray was surrounding the ringside area. Sky Blue runs over the chair and joins Nigel in the ring as Storm holds up her women's title, and then they head to the back. Nigel is challenging for the. Do you find that a little weird that she's in the tournament, but yeah, she's challenging for the women's title. I have a, a two for eight. 
What's that? It's kind of a twofer. She's doing both, so you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, hmm. I got I made myself confused. It. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. So, <laughs> well, she's got the new Japan Strong Women's style, right? But obviously, spoiler: she's not gonna win. Like, well, now you do get me wrong, but Tony just won the Women's title, so I can't see her losing it. But no. But and plus, if let's say let's say she does win it, I can't see her losing in the tour with the women's title. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But yeah. anyway, I I enjoy I like both of these women. I thought it was a good match, but so yeah, spoiler: she will face Athena in the semifinals to be determined. And as Scorpio Sky was interviewed by Lexi here backstage, he said he struggled in every part of his life before he arrived in AEW. What he got his big break and clearly controlled. Sky's he accomplished what he did in AEW will show of his true self. He said he's back and now he will find out who he really is. And then the broadcast team hyped up Powerhouse Hobbs, Powerhouse Hobbs appearance. And we'll go to that match now at the squash match against Jeremy Prophet. Hobbs goes right after him, but after Prophet was introduced, uh, he didn't. Basically, he just dominated and put him away with Spinebuster at a minute uh, <laughs> 37. And technically, yeah. we, we can rate this, John. It's over we, a minute. It's over a, just over a minute, so we can rate it. Um, two, two. It's Powerhouse Hobbs. <laughs> there, that's the rating. Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, we'll just go with that. Yes. Powerhouse Hobbs and uh, some guy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, I like Powerhouse, but they kind of need to take a break from him doing squash matches. He, he, he does a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, he seems to do, like, more than anybody else. Right? Like, I swear, like, every other show, it's Powerhouse Hobbs and some guy. And he just goes in there, smacks him around a little bit, and game over. Like, it's... Yeah, it right? Adds it to the Book of Hobbs. Yes. And then we go to our fifth and final <laughs> match made an eight man tag to match and it's basically the same guy. It's eight one tag champs, FTR, CM Punk. Oh, basically it's six man time to on this time it's eight man. So basically it's FTR, CM Punk, Ricky Starks, Google's Jay White, Juice Robs at Bull Club Gold, and the guns Austin and Colm. So CM Punk and Jay White start to match off. White flies his biceps and then Punk shoves him. And then Jay White makes a fing- gun with his finger, pressing against the punk set and it takes and juice robs him. Punk puts Juice down with a short tackle and then flexes and Dax Harwood takes and tries slams with Juice. Then Ricky starts G White in the ring together. Ricky drops Jay with a punch. White points in the corner and Punk takes in more cheers and boos. And then CM Punk pays sure to Rick Root by swiving his hips to taunt Jay White and a white caught Punk with a kick and toss him the floor with a guns and Juice attack him. Other Bayfish run over the referee still between both teams as we go to pitcher and pitcher break. We come back from break. Cash hits a backbreaker on Cone Gun and upon Punk tags and drops an elbow from the ropes. Punk sat on Cone and Flex while getting a two count. Punk tries to kick White up the apron when Punk turns around Cone Blossom with a clothesline and it tags in his brother Austin. White tags in and, and blow up and the guns continue to isolate Punk. White takes out a dragon screw and tags out. Juice targets the same left knee. White tags it and the isolation of Punk continues as we go to our final pitcher and pitcher break. Blow up and the guns continue to focus on Punk. Punk's Juice tries up for his own GTS, but Punk blocks it and drops Juice where they kick. He fights off the gun, still throws his car and takes it. Ricky Starks, who cleans house. Starks at the DDT on Austin for a two count. Starks and Austin were left in the room while the other rest while the rest of the men brawled on the floor. White makes a blind take, but Starks actually on hits a blue thunderbomb for a two count. White avoids the Ramban show and rolls him up for a two count of himself. Starks comes over with his own pinfall, but Juice broke it up. Uh, Harwood takes out Juice with a power driver. Guns take out Harwood with the 310 to Yuma. 
Wheeler clotheslines Austin the ringside and the press is going over to throw him onto his partner. Then he hits a toe place series. Man, the way Cash flew, I there was no barricade. I think he would have been the fifth row. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> and then Punk says a formula double white. Who puts on a Uranagi? White falls on a Uranagi on Starks for a two count. Starks comes back with a spear on Juice and both of the guns. Juice blasts Starks with a bet with a left hand from God on the floor and then hit. Jay hits the Blade Runner for the victory at 23 minutes and 43 seconds. What'd you think of this main event, John? I give this one 7 out of 10. Yeah, I could give it a 7. I was going to say 6, but yeah, we'll go with 7. It was, it was, a, it was a good match. Yeah, I, did, I enjoyed it. I, I kind of like this one a little bit better than last week's main event. Not by much, though, but... Yeah. I, honestly, I, I thought Punk starts and FTR will win, honestly, just because... Where Punk just came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he lost both, right? No, Punk won last week. He lost. This oh, week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He won last week. Well, next week, John, let's do ten men take at this rate. <laughs> might as well just put you know. We might as well do a, a fucking Royal Rumble. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're gonna do a thirty man tag team. Oh, 15, wow. fifteen and fifteen. 15. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, elimination. <laughs> uh, but after the match, uh, White held up a gun sign and then Juice and the gun joined doing so. So basically, they officially the guns have joined Bulk of Gold to close up this week's edition of the second episode of Collision. Honestly, I enjoyed this episode. Overall score, I just won 7 out of 10. What do you think, John? Yeah, I'd give it a 7. Yeah. Overall, it was it was good. I did so uh matches also I, I'd probably say check out the rest as sets for the powerhouse Jerry Profit match. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that but well, I say top two for me would be Hiroshage for sure. The opening in May event is the top two for me. Alito yeah. and Bro King is number three, and then the women's core file match would be four, and then obviously Hobbs would be number five. Yeah. I mean I like Hobbs, but that match was just it's Hobbs and some guy. Yes. <laughs> Splash match. <laughs> I like to see I like seeing Powerhouse Hobbs wrestle main guys, but you know. Well, yeah, I mean he's got Dustin. So they're taping it on Thursday. Yeah. Um yeah, they're going to commercial they're doing Hamilton on Thursday, and then I think they're taping it for um Saturday, so well, because it's Canada Day up here for our Canadian listeners. <laughs> yes, on Saturday. Yes. Yep. Ta-da. It is. So happy early Canada Day, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. But overall, I I say that that's a two. I if I had to make just two, I say the main an opener. Andre Leo broke it would would have been a seven, but that DQ kind of took it away from me a little bit, to be honest with you. But it, yeah. it was still it was still a good show. Honestly, not I'm not complaining. And I like Will not run Nyla. That, they had a little fun match, but I kind of figured Willow was winning, to be honest with you. But but that's collision. So and next week we got the final three of the men's uh quarterfinal: Dust Rose, Battles Hobbs, Ross Trump, Smojo, and Juice Rose, Ricky Starks, and also MJF will be wrestling as well. So there we go, John. MJF is going to be wrestling weekly at this rate. <laughs> there we go. LOL. 
look, he's wrestling this week or tonight on Forbindor, and then he's doing. Actually, I don't think he's wrestling Wednesday. I don't think. I think the well, one they didn't say yet, so I can't fully say officially. But anyway, and then he's wrestling Saturday. So yeah, that's the collision stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now we will go to. Well, closer this week, we'll go to Sunday, June twenty fifth. Shows. Cameron. Sorry, computer's just acting up. There we go. So we'll kick it off with Stardom Sunshine Show. This is from this morning. Oh, come on. There we go. So we kick it off with a six-woman tag team with stars Heenan, Saida, and Mobile Congo defeat Yuna Misamori, Waka Tetsuyama, and Ari Sakura. In a passion injection match, Nani Takahashi defeat Hanago, Suri defeat Xena. Six-woman tag team match with Mel Tier, runner of a world star and champions, Tam Nakao and Natsupoi Tiwakari, defeat Micah, Suzuki, and Sarah. For the goddess of stardom titles, the challengers, Rosko, Rame, and Shirakawa, defeating the champions, New Eras, Murai, and Amasori, to win the goddess of stardom titles. Semi-main event in a R Star title steel cage match. The champions Barbie, the Bar Bar Barmers, Julia Mesa, Grand Tecla, defeating stars, IWGP Women's Champion, Mayo Itani, and Sugi and Kagama. And then in the main event in a 12-woman tag team steel cage match where the last one in the cage must leave their unit. So Queen Quest is Yutami Hayashista, Sai Kamatani, Asumi Hina, Maya Masaki, Lady C, defeating all the high-speed champion Saki Kashima, new blood tag team champion Sai Kid. Future or starting champion arena, Ruka, Momotano, and Natsuhiko Tora. And since Saki Kashua was left in the cage, she's no longer part of Otai. So that was uh, starting there. Excuse me. And then we'll go to Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling's live tour in spring day 10. So we had Suzume defeating Shinji Suzuki via Ring of Bell, 5 minutes 44 seconds. Second match, Mogo Momotano defeating Toga via Rajamon, 5 minutes and 29 seconds. Triple threat match, Hubbard Masao defeating Arsari and Hamar via Jackknife Pin, 6 minutes and 55 seconds. Tag team match with free Wi-Fi, Hikari Noah and Noe Kitakia defeating Yuki Ari and Hari Katsu Zero via Neckbreaker drop, 9 minutes and 54 seconds. Fifth match, non-title action. We had Princess Princess Shimizuki defeating Mario Karyoko for Diamond Foot Stomp, 10 minutes and 47 seconds. Semi-main six six-woman tag team match with Yuki Ino, Ragi and Palm Harajuku defeating International Prince Jim Ragi Tetsuzumi, Maya Watanabe, and Kaya Tarabami, Fiat Venus DDT, 13 minutes and 33 seconds. In the main event, Maya, excuse me, Maya Yamashita and Shoko Nakajima versus Mikey Ito and Yuki Kamafuku ends in a 20 minute time limit draw. So it's Tokyo Joji Paul Wrestling. And then we go to DDT's What Are You Doing Tour Day 10. So we get over the pre show match. We had this eight man tag match. We had Paramount's Yuki Ino and Dizuki Dino, Tino Vittorio Washi and Uni versus Aikiko Soma Tayago, Kazuma Sumi, and Roga into the no contest, five minutes and 44 seconds. So main show actually Roroki Doi defeating Takashi Masafia inside Grail, seven minutes and 40 and four seconds. Sorry, eight men tag match Roya Katsuno, sorry, six men tag champs Haramo, Ryu Nakatatsu, Yuki Ishida, and Yoshi Okada, and Yua Koryoku, part of burning, defeating eruptions. Yuki Sakaguchi, Saki Eka, Hitaki Okatani, and the Iron Man having middleweight champion Shahiro Takagi via Dinsoki Hole, 9 minutes 22 seconds. Harshima defeating Minoru Fujita by disqualification, 7 minutes 31 seconds. Non title match Universal Champion to see Nick Wayne defeat Bernie Star Press, 13 minutes and 44 seconds. 
six-man tag match with KOD, Openweight Champion, Yuji Ino, and old Florida Champion, Madoka Oshi of Omega, teams with Jun Akiyama, defeating six-man tag team, Katsushisada Haiguchi, Masara Ta- Takanashi, and Antonio Honda, via submission by King Kong Sleeper, 13 minutes and 23 seconds. And then for the KOD Tag Team Toss, Damnation TA, Daisuke Sasaki, and MJ Paul, defeating you. Thursday Kamei's Yuki Ino and Toy Kojima. 15 minutes, 20 minutes via crossface. And the main event in a triple threat elimination match for the fake extreme title. Kasushka hired to Mo and Yoshi Iko via reincarnation cutback. 21 minutes and 25 seconds. So that is uh, DDT. And then we'll close out with Dragon Gates, Rainbow Gate, Day 13. So take over the tag match with. D. Kirsch defeating Kung Fu Masters. Nine minutes and ten seconds defeat Inferno on Jackie Fung Kimei. Second match, Kai defeating Ryo Tanaka via Boss Crowd. Eight minutes and 54 seconds. And a tag team match. Now, Gerald Foss's open a triangle with champion Kazi and UT defeating Jiggy Horikuji and Prom Dragon. Eight and a half minutes via Ground Cobra Twist. Fourth match, tag team match with M3K. Open a twist. Oh, sorry. Gold Class, Kota Minor, and BB Hulk defeat Open the 20 Gate Chance, M3K, Shushu Mushu, and Yushi Kanda. Elements and 8 sets for self on Yushi Kanda. Tag to mention Ben K. Minor of Gold Class, Vin Yuma, and Open the Triangle Gate, Big Watch Mushu, 13 minutes. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I can't talk tonight. Why am I screwing this up? Big Watch Mushu, the old Triangle Gate Champion, and Yuma defeating Ben K. Minor of Gold Class, 13 minutes, nice big boss press in the main event. Six main tag match we had the Dragons, Ultimate, and Dragon Kid with Trauma Machine J defeat C Brad's Shun Skywalker. D Martin Hyle, 11 minutes 58 seconds via Bible. And that's the show for this week. John, thanks for being on like usual. <laughs> I'll be thanks. thanks for having me. No problem. I'll be back on Friday to talk about the the only two shows from this from Sunday will be G for New Self and Forbindo. Also the shows from Monday for Thursday. Have a good weekend, guys, and stay safe. Have a good one.